Three, two, one, go. Hey, it's Bibster Talks 2. On this week, I talked to Kelly Jeffries, owner of Dunright Satellite and Security, or Dunright TV. I always call it Dunright Satellite because it rolls, and then I always realize it's Dunright TV now. Um, Kelly, want to introduce yourself to the listeners and uh, kind of who you are and what and what we're doing tonight? Yeah, uh, Kelly Jeffries, like he said, owner of Dunright TV and Security. Um, turn my phone off here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... We've been in business. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's no worries, no worries. Phones off. Um, started in like 2004 with this business, and I was I had about three or four years experience in in that you know satellite and home theater and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so you kind of got started from that. Now, um, obviously, from when you started to now, the market has completely uh, changed. Totally changed. Yeah, I mean. It's just a different animal anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I got into this, people were getting Dish Direct TV like crazy. Um, now it's it's just a different. It, there's several things that go into that though, because I mean the next generation up, you know, they watch their. They've been on phones, tablets, and stuff mm-hmm. since they were kids. So yeah, paying for television. I mean, they watch whatever they want, you know, uh-huh. on their phones and stuff, which is great. Um, you know, and a lot of people trying to stream and stuff too. So, you know, I think, I think there's going to be a comeback to the pay TV because I mean, with the internet and stuff like that, you know, people are getting capped on their data and stuff like that, having to Mm -hmm. raise their data Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, once you're going to start paying for, you know, people want that, they think, because they want to pay for the channels they get. Well, when Mm -hmm. you're paying five bucks a piece for each channel and then you're paying for each event. It's going to start adding up, and it's not going to be any different yep. in that field here. You know, as they as they grow and as they get up to it, they're they're going to be getting charged. You know, yeah. for every little thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's the hardest thing because again, you know, three or four or probably four or five years ago, the term like you know cutting the cord is or you know yeah. basically I just want to stream, I want to just have internet. That's all I want. You know, I take that as a person that basically all I have at home is just internet. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing where you know you hit data caps and you realize like well you know. Well, what if, you know, the options, and I know, I know that Dish has started to, like, see kind of Absolutely. the writing on the wall and started to change that. It's one of the things we're going to be showing here um, tonight as we go. But, yeah, um, so that's kind of, you know, you got kind of going there and changing things. I mean, obviously, you now, you're not just selling satellites. You're doing all sorts um, of different stuff. Yeah, we do so much stuff anymore. It's, it's kind of hard because we do security systems. We do smart home stuff. Um, we still do home automation or home theater. Mm-hmm. You know, we sell a bunch of TVs, um, you know, internet. We do, you know, networking, uh, make your internet better. We do the mesh network systems, um, you know, security systems. So, yeah, we're, you know, getting into a whole lot of other stuff. Kind of just finding all the different avenues because you can't, in today's, in 2019, you cannot be just on one avenue. Right. You have to find the different ways. And this month, this is paying the bill. And this month, this, you know, it's. Yeah. Everything's and, changing. And everything is is connected. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because without internet, you're not going to get the doorbell to work. Yeah. Without you know, so it's all connected too. So uh, we're also going to be getting into solar here pretty soon too, because I just want to be the place that uh, you know you can pretty much get everything done. And I think solar is going to be picking up a lot more ground. It already mm-hmm. is, but I think in the next few years, um, that's going to be a big one too. I think solar is, and like as a in a residential application, is the mm-hmm. best setup because you know you don't want to have a windmill in your backyard, right. you know, but everyone, if you have a house, you have a roof, yeah. you know, you're uh, depending on what, and most houses, at least one, one of your, one of your, one of your roof sides faces the right way for this, for the solar to work. And, you know, I have uh, I have family that has solar and, 
you know, they, it's like, oh yeah, it paid for itself in like two, two or three years, yeah, and, you know, and, 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 and now, go ahead. And I was saying, now it's that was like four or five years ago. So now it's like, now they're not paying anything for electricity, yeah. you know. So it's like it doesn't matter. I mean, they actually talk about having to run their electric heat more because they want it. They want their meter to be zero because if yeah. it goes, you know, they basically are like, we don't want to make too much energy because yeah. then it, it goes back on the grid. But yeah, it's it's I think the way that. You know, in the next ten or twenty years, it's going to be the thing that everybody's going to have, and being the first in the Quad Cities area to really be an area, a place where people can ask questions. Because I mean, you know, twenty years ago, solar was kind of for the guy that, like, you know, his electric car was forty-five, you know, <laughs> diesel batteries, and he it wasn't exactly the popular choice. But I think you know, it's only getting better. Absolutely. And the technology is changing too. So, yeah. you know, and the price is coming down. I mean, the price of the panels themselves have come down tremendously mm-hmm. over the last five years. And, and you know, with Tesla coming out with with roofing shingles, yeah, that you know that is just a shingle yeah. you can put on your house. I mean, mm-hmm. I would do that in a second. Yeah, you know. Um, so you know, as technology evolves, um, just like everything else, I mean, it's just going to get better and more efficient. Mm-hmm. You know, put in battery packs in your house. So one of the, you know, if you do get, I mean, it still charges when it's not completely sunny, but um, you know, you have battery packs, and there's going to be people getting cars too. You know, yep. getting, uh, electric cars and electric bikes and everything else. So mm-hmm. they're going to want to be able to charge it up too. Well, so. yeah, I mean, exactly. Because right now, you know, the funny part, the 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 kind of almost ironic thing about some electric cars is like, oh, that's a coal powered car. Because depending on where you live, you know, it's your kind of your the electricity that your car burns is kind of granted to whatever that community how that power is set. You know, set. But if you have solar panel, then you're not paying. You know, basically, then it is like driving for free because you're not paying electric electricity to fill it up. Right. You know, you you have that all invested, and I think that there's really a lot of a market there. So that's cool to see. That's kind of you know your next thing. Yeah. Um, now, how I got involved, if you're kind of wondering, like, well, okay, Kyle, like, how did you get involved in this? Is because of the the filming stuff we have on, on the Sling Studio thing, which it's sitting. I think we're on our one shot over here. Main man Sonny's showing it. Is that white box right there in the corner? It's got the big blue beautiful cord going to it for our audio um that thing is that thing is, is i call it the magic box because uh it lets me do crazy stuff that normally you can't um so how did you get involved in the sling i mean i know it's it's a dish product but are all dish dealers involved with it or is it just something you kind of so. decided well, you saw was cool and wanted to try and get involved in that i it came out a couple years ago and uh and i didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it for you know for the most part for a while and mm-hmm. then and then as I as I seen what they were trying to do with it, um, and the communities on Dish that they're trying to build with it, which I can show you here in a second, mm-hmm. uh, is a pretty neat concept. So I actually bought a system, and was trying to figure out how to use it. Man, I was basically dragging it around with me, man, and trying to get people <laughs> to help me with it because yeah. I didn't really understand a whole lot of how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up meeting with uh, Troy. Kind of a funny story because he's he was putting a new bar in. Uh, my buddy Troy mm-hmm. from Harrington, or from yeah, from ninety three five, he owns Harrington's Pub. Mm-hmm. So I was driving down the road, and he was asking me about this new bar he was building, and I says, "Man, I got something else too. Wonder if you want to check it out." So mm-hmm. he talked to Jay about it, and we brought it down to the studio, and, and that's kind of where this was born. We kind of figured it out together. Yeah. Um, which works, man, because I, I'll be the first one to tell you I don't know everything. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, but I don't really need to know anything i just need to know somebody that can help me figure <laughs> yeah. it out which i've got the people um, yeah and you know and for you man thanks for you for as little of of time that you've had to work with this stuff you are really 
<laughs> doing an amazing job. And Sonny, of course, has been just he's tremendous too. Yeah, he's been really helping me out mm -hmm. with all this stuff. So, and now we're getting it down. You know, we're doing races. Um, trying to we're trying to get different venues going. I've got mm -hmm. some uh, stuff we're going to be working on down in Kiwani and Galva area for some concerts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. We might be doing some baseball games and yeah. and uh, yeah, it's some pretty cool stuff. So if you're kind of going, okay, so we talked about sling. What does the sling actually do? This is where it's kind of cool. What the sling does is it basically allows you to take, instead of having to have just like one camera go live, because right now everyone wants to be able to go live on their phone. So when Facebook well, you know, was kind of the first platform to be like, you can go live, and people didn't understand what that meant. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, my gosh, like I can be, I can do my own TV, basically, is kind of what it can do. It allowed you to do that, but at a professional level. Instead of just being a camera that you're holding it's you know like you're 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 you know just basically your cell phone you got held out in front of you or you have it holding it the wrong way so it looks terrible on everyone's yeah. screen um you can put high level professional cameras into this device and then that will let let's it allows that video to go up on up live either on facebook or youtube or both like we are right now um and it's just cool because it allows you know users to use i mean there's groups on facebook of users and it's used all over the world yeah, which yeah. is crazy you know, it's got a. I mean, you'll see people that pop up and they're using it. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's like over in Asia somewhere. You know, getting yeah. and so it's not just like a local thing. And it's something that you know, for people, you know, a lot of people at home are like, well, why would I? That's something I would never be involved in. Like a lot of people nowadays stream their video games. They stream yeah. playing video games. They stream a lot of different things. And it's a device that really, to get into it, might seem like an expensive investment, but really, it's not when you when you look at the like the doors that it opens once you do it. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can hook up to 10 different cameras to that and record four of them at a time. Mm -hmm. You can do split screen. Um, so even for making your own videos or whatever, I mean, if you wanted to, you know, get in a studio and make a video and then and then take the end video mm -hmm. and cut it up, I mean, that, that thing does everything. It does right on the console. Mm -hmm. um, you can actually put green screen. You can put different images behind. There's a lot more stuff that that thing does that, that we've even mm -hmm. experimented with yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to get to that. Yeah, I think that's what... It's kind of this whole this whole summer is us going to be kind yeah. of just trying things out with it and Absolutely. seeing what works, what doesn't work. But yeah, so um, that's the sling. So that's kind of that's how we got involved and in kind of taking it to the camera. And then all of a sudden, you know, some of your other products that you have that was like all of a sudden like, oh, well, with that we can do this. And yep. um, I think your other big one, I know we were going to talk about a lot is your internet in a box. I call it yeah. internet box. I know it's not the technical term, but in live stream, that's the easiest thing I can know. Basically, you plug it into a wall and you. Are beaming internet. That's yeah. actually we're, we're on that right now, aren't we? Uh, we're not now. Okay, it's out. It's out there. Okay, um, and in my Jeep because it's it's mobile. Mm -hmm. So I've got it plugged into my Jeep out in the parking lot, um, and that's a brand new product. And, mm -hmm. it, and it's it's funny because I've got two hotspots from Verizon that are unlimited, but they're not unlimited. It's twenty three gig. Mm -hmm. So after I after we started this, I. I you know, went through my data on one, and then mm -hmm. I tried to up the data, and it was like 150 bucks to get to 50 gig. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. So I got a second hotspot. So I figured I'd have 50 gig with two of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just went over on everything. You know, uh -huh. so uh, and then I got one of my distributors called me and said they had this new this new internet. It's got it's called Got W3 is the name of the internet, and we we sell it here. Um, it's unlimited data. It's truly unlimited data. So mm -hmm. they're not going to throttle you down after you hit 25 meg or 50 meg or even three, 400 meg. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, it's unlimited. It, it actually, you can put outdoor end, you can put an external antenna on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I've been driving around. There's two different plans. One of them is $80 a month. Um, and the other one is a hundred dollars a month, but again, it's unlimited. So yeah, not, I mean, I was getting bills when I was over my dad, I was getting bills for 160, mm -hmm. you know, on my, on my $60 plan, mm -hmm. you know, but, and so, um, and there's no contract, no commitment, you know, yeah. there's no credit check or anything. Um, you know, and it just, it works, man. I drove all the way up to Dubuque and never had any issues with it. It mm -hmm. worked inside a building in Dubuque and it's mm -hmm. working pretty much everywhere. I drive yeah. around with it to test it. I mean, that's how we do our live stream on Saturday nights. Yeah. That is, we are in Makokota, Iowa, which, you know, it's not the smallest town in Iowa, but it is not a big town. And we are on the edge of town. Like when you want to look at areas where internet is not fun to deal with. I know that's when it. we were running on Verizon last year on our cell phones, we had issues with internet dropping. Yeah. And it's just not fun when you're trying to do a stream and you're trying to make content and all of a sudden it drops the internet. I know uh, this last fall I was working with one of your, uh, you've been kind of business partners with them, Fletcher Ford, one of his radio oh, yeah. stations yeah. doing, um, I did basketball, or football and basketball for Sterling Newman. And there were nights where the internet just like on our phones, like our hotspot didn't work. And you're all of a sudden realizing like, well, we're doing this for nothing. Like we just drove two hours, you yeah. know, and, or it's cutting in and out and you're dealing with people texting you like, what's going on? You're like, I'm trying to get it back on. Right. And you know, it's, it's just that device just takes, takes care of all that. And so for, you know, you're kind of thinking at home, like, okay, what's the market for that? You're, we're looking at campers, travel people that camp like yeah. number one market for it right now because truck drivers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Or if you want to, I, I brought this up Saturday and I was kind of on the thought about it. If you travel a lot for business and you want to take secure internet with you, because, you know, you hear about it every day of, you know, you just, you're on your phone and you pop on some public Wi-Fi because you're at McDonald's and you want to like, you know, you, you have to watch that YouTube video. I get it. That's fine. Um, but you don't know what you're, what else is coming onto your phone when you're on public Wi-Fi. You know, you talk about security breaches and all this stuff. This device is your own internet. You can take it wherever you go as long as you have power. You plug it in, and you have internet. So I think, you know, uh, there's a bigger market than I think people realize. Like, I was talking to people that they have, you know, they have a cabin they go to during the summer sometimes. And I'm like, well, if you had this internet, you could just, you don't have to have internet out there. You can just take yeah. it with you. You know, yeah. if you can't, just take it with you. Exactly. Or... And the people that have cabins that are out of town, you know, if they're only going to be out there for three or four months during the summer, mm -hmm. great. So now you're paying, you know, for three or four months, and, and you're not paying for it mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a great it, and it's not a hotspot. I mean, it has a regular antenna on it. It's yeah. a regular modem. So, um, you know, it it's been working great for me. You know, I'm sure there's going to be spots where it doesn't work great just just like everything else. Oh, yeah. It's it seems to be working great for mm -hmm. me. And it's putting some pretty good video out there yeah. without yeah. It, without a glitch. Yeah, that's the that's the best part, man. Cuz we've not had you know, we, that was one of our concerns pre-season as we were getting ready for race season and what we were going to be doing filming was, well, we need to have good inter internet yeah. and using the sling is you need more internet than just using your phone, you know, exactly, and yeah. streaming up to Facebook and YouTube is using, you know, it's like you're, you're having to really have a good connection and a, and a connection that when everyone and their neighbor gets on their phones watching the race, Absolutely. it doesn't just get bogged down. And so that's, that's one thing that we've found out too, when we do other events, when we're counting on the other people's internet, you know, <laughs> it's fine while we're setting up, but then as the place starts getting mm -hmm. busier, you end up losing it. You know, yeah. and, and another application that I've found for this too, for this internet, is commercial. It, you can put it in commercial too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and commercial internet is a little bit more expensive than residential. Yes. You know, I mean, just like everything else, yeah. they charge you more for it. So, 
uh, there's another opportunity there. But, I mean, it's designed for on the go. It's designed mm-hmm. for travel. It's designed for people, you know, that, that are camping or, uh, you know, race car drivers. Another perfect example because, mm-hmm. you know, that a lot of the guys use hotspots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, eventually, if, if you're doing any kind of video, you're going to run out of your data. Yeah, it... it as an example, I don't know what we've been doing since the last two videos, but I know when we were, what we did last year with just a phone, it was about a gigabyte of data every race. And that was about a three hour race. And it was, and that was only one. I mean, I can only imagine now we're putting up to two different sources, you know, what kind of data that number is. And so it's that same thing, you know, as a racer, yeah, you want to be able to have internet. You want to be able to stay connected because your fans want to see how you've done. You want to be able to, you know, do all that stuff. So that's something that I think um, if you're interested in, Give you a call here down down here at fourteen fourteen West Locust. Like I did like seven of those ads for the last race, and so I got that thing memorized. <laughs> the number not so That's much, awesome. but the address I got I got memorized. But um, so we were we we've had talks. I mean, obviously we've talked a lot off air. One of the things, and I think you know, we were talking more about this whole change of TV where people there are some of these plans out there now where you can buy like you know like you're, some people are going. I watch two channels. Right. That's all I watch. I want to just pay for those channels. Um, and we were talking about kind of the, the discussion came up for the last UFC fight when it went from you could just pay 60 bucks and watch it on pay-per-view to suddenly now you had to have a certain app and you had to pay for that app and then you had to pay. What is that the way you wow. think sports are going to be going more as this is happening or what what's you know what's kind of your insight being the insider? That's what I'm seeing it, because even you know AT, AT&T DirecTV has merged Obviously, mm-hmm. years ago, um, everybody's market now seems to be streaming. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to capture that market, and I understand why because the you know the next generation up is going to be all streaming. Yeah. So I get that. Here's here's where I think it's going to go, and it just it kind of happened with the UFC thing because you know they started putting it on ESPN Plus, and it was five dollars a month, which mm-hmm. people weren't complaining about that because you just buy the app and then you know you get you get the fights. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess last week or a couple weeks ago, um, ESPN Plus bought all the rights to the UFC. So now, not only are you paying five bucks a month for ESPN, now it's sixty bucks for the fight. Mm-hmm. And I think like last year when they did the uh, Tiger Woods match, you know that mm-hmm. wasn't streaming, but I think that they are going to start doing that where you, you know special events you're going to have to start paying for, mm-hmm. uh, especially. You know, if if and I get it, man. I, I totally get it. I mean, I've tried to do the streaming thing. It's just too many options for me. I just like to have something out in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and I, I don't know where it's going to go, and nobody really does. But that seems to be the drive. Is everybody everybody's trying to get on the wireless? Everybody's trying to get on that data plan. Yeah, and everything is going up. I mean, Netflix mm-hmm. has went up twice now in the last six months, six mm-hmm. eight months. Yeah, right? and so as they capture these, as they capture everybody. You know, I mean, so if you're going to be paying five bucks a month for ESPN, five bucks a month for whatever, mm-hmm. History Channel, you know, it's going to add yeah. up. And then as special events come out, especially with ESPN or, or like, you know, golf or, or any kind of a special event, they're going mm-hmm. to get you on that too. Yeah. So. Which I think, you know, I think and in some of their way, you know, some of the, I think the thought process is, you know, and this in our like current culture is getting away from because you want to be able to see everything all the time. Going to the live events isn't as exciting, so they're like, "Oh, you know, now it's now getting to watch it is the bigger draw and the better view." I mean, if you think about when when they first were broadcasting sports and broadcasting things, it wasn't 
you know, the quality was so low and it didn't yeah. look that good. You want, you still wanted to be there. It wasn't as cool. Well, now with what they can do on TV, Absolutely. and it, it's a better show unless you are super vested in the team. It's a better show to stay at home yeah. than it is to go to sometimes see these events. And so I think they're seeing, you know, I mean, one of the big, one of the huge, like, basically billboards of this right now is NASCAR yeah. with just, um, you know, you, you look in the stands and it's sad as, an, as a fan of racing and knowing that if anything happens on the top level, the snowball effect is going to snowball all the way down to even our local sports. You see that and you, but, but you see that the focus is on the ability to stream. I mean, you look at um, F1 racing, you know, you never see, you never see fans in those, in those, at those races, but there's fans all over the world because about five or six years ago, they got on the streaming pay-per-view style where there's now a, a program where on for F1, where you can basically, if you buy their like pay per view for the whole year, you can like watch any camera anytime at any race. So if you wanted to stay in your, which, you know, F1's always been the forefront of technology. I think that's why they're there versus, you know, other sports. But I think that's what it's going to, you know, that's kind of what the future of it is. It's just a matter of when that does happen, it's not, people think that there's a, it's a free lunch. You know, they thought when, when Netflix came out and it was like, I can watch The Office 300 times in a row. Right. And it's not. It's only going to cost me five bucks a month. This is great. And then they don't realize, like, oh, I just had to spend two hundred dollars in internet because of watching, you know, the amount of data I used. And you know, there's always a there's always going to be a cost. And I think that at a certain point, it's going to come back full circle, and people are going to realize that, oh, if I have Dish for this much a month, and you know, Dish is the one thing we've been really talking about because that that's your baby. You know, that's your like. And they now have they're on they're on a, they're on a two year locked deal for like the per month yep. cost so it's not like you know as someone who doesn't have dish and has deals with oh goody it's another 20 bucks now good because right. i'm not under a contract thanks for loving the uh, long time uh customer but yeah. uh <laughs> you know i think um i think that's a great option especially right now with with what everything else is going on to kind of come in there and be like look look yeah, and Dish has a streaming plan too. You know, Dish gives you options though. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of different things that you can do with Dish mm-hmm. uh, that that no, none of the other, none of the other providers let you do. Like you can put an over-the-air antenna mm-hmm. up and get your local channels for free, okay, and run it right through your hopper system. So you put it on all your TVs. That'll mm-hmm. save you twelve bucks a month. So nobody else does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Directv won't do that. AT and T, Mediacom. <sighs> You know, nobody will do that. Um, okay. They also have a uh, they also have a referral program that's a hundred bucks. You know, so a hundred bucks for whoever has Dish and a hundred bucks for the person they're referring. Um, you know, that's ten bucks for ten months. You can use mm-hmm. ten a year. So yeah. you know, that's pretty significant. Um, you know, and the streaming is decent. Like I said, the streaming th- is just a lot of different variables in that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we've, we got the Air TV player, which is a, is a great box. It, it, you can do the Sling TV. It's got YouTube and Netflix and everything, all the apps built right into it. That makes it nice. Your antenna comes right into it, so you got your local channels. And we do a ton of that, too, because a lot of people that are cutting the cord uh, realize that, you know, it, it's kind of nice to turn on Channel 8 or Channel 6 or mm-hmm. Channel 4 News, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just have, a, have something on the channel and have something on the TVs. That you're not, you know, you don't have a million things to pick from. If you got yeah. a guest in a bedroom or something, you know, staying for the weekend, they can turn on, you know, just the local channels or whatnot. So, and that's free, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to pay for the antenna, but 
Um, you know, and it, you get more channels. I mean, you, when you pay for it through Dish, you get probably I don't know seven or eight. But when you when you get the antenna, you get twenty five or thirty. Yeah, yeah. All the and you can you can still record. You can mm-hmm. still you know you can still set it up for future recordings. So mm-hmm. you're really not missing anything except the twelve dollar charge a month. That's a good thing to miss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um. I know I I did an ad about that because it's the big one. The big market. In our area is the fact that you get then you can get all the local Cubs games that Absolutely. you couldn't get before yep. because of blackouts and I yep. mean they're going to even we we talked about sports Cubs are going to having their own channel is that next year that, that's supposedly next year that's yes. okay and I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off so that's all going to change again next year and I like I said man I think everybody's kind of going to that model because that's what people are asking for people are asking for I just want to pay for the channels I get mm-hmm. and here's the, here's the thing is is people are blaming MediaCom and people are are blaming Dish and Directv and everybody else. It's all going to come out that it's not them; it's the programmers. Oh, exactly. Programmers yeah. are the ones raising the prices mm-hmm. that are making this, you know, unrealistic, and and that's not going to change once they, you know, once they get you locked in. It's mm-hmm. just going to creep up. Just you know. It's yeah, the, and I think, you know, because you know, the, the you know the kind of talks always been how, you know, you pay so much a month because, you know, you might be paying like thirty five bucks a month for ESPN. You might be paying like, you know, seven dollars for whatever like little channel you don't even you never watch because and that's they they bundle it all together that way to make it one nice price because it it has to work that way well when all of a sudden you know everyone's just trying to like you know pick and choose what channels you know yeah it's going to kind of wean out the stuff that doesn't isn't really needed it's just there to kind as filler but then then people are going to see what the real cost is and i think that's what you're bringing up in the fact that I think it's already happening because mm-hmm. how, how many people out there now don't just have Netflix? How many people have Netflix and how many people have Hulu? How many people have four or five different streaming devices yeah. because they're trying to get something else? You and, and you want to get the thing, oh, I, I want to get this show that's not on – Netflix doesn't have anymore. Right. Oh, now it's on Hulu? Oh, I better get Hulu so I can watch it. Or now that's on Prime? I better get I better get Prime so I can watch it. I mean, yeah, I'm as a household that we don't have cable, but we have Hulu, Netflix, and, and Prime because – between that and YouTube is, is basically what we watch. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we, my wife and I have gone through and gone, yeah, like that's basically like having cable, which for us it works because, you know, most of the stuff, most stuff we're going to watch is, is on there. But yeah, yeah, it's, um, I think it's kind of where you're going. And I think this Cubs channel thing, I think it's going to be a big, it's kind of a big experiment because do people just want, you know, cause like, you know, the NFL tickets been a thing for a few years where mm-hmm. it's a lot of money and you can watch every single, every single game you could ever think of. But for ninety percent of people, they probably just want to watch their favorite team and maybe a couple other. You know. Yeah, they don't want them all. Yeah, they, you, I mean, how many games can you watch at one time? No, you can't watch that many. You know, and it's basically six hours on Sunday that you're paying, whatever. Yeah, you know, in, a, in a bar, it's way worse than it is at oh, all. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, you know, and that's going to change too because it's not it's not the same thing anymore. I mean, you can get you can get a, you're not HBO, but you can get uh, Directv now that there's certain games that you can get. Mm-hmm. You know, on the DirecTV now that you don't have to have the NFL ticket. They don't have all of them yet, but mm-hmm. you know, so it's all changing. Yeah, you know, it, it's and who knows where it's going to end up. I mean, that's that's part of the fun. Yeah, of it is see what you know, see what how all this plays out. Is that kind of part? I mean, being the owner of a dish company, is that kind of part of the fun of like? It's not a you know, like if you were owning a roofing company, the big change might be like, oh, there's a new there's a new material, but yeah. for you, like. Every year or two, basically, your whole company changes its focus and changes what it's doing because it's like suddenly now this is the big thing. So your five-year plan, you don't really – you know your five-year plan is like we're going to excel at whatever we do, yeah. but we're not sure what that technology is going to be because in five years it might be, you know, 
Yeah, to change. And, and who knows what's going to happen because everything is going to change as, as as people start following the trends. Mm-hmm. Then things are going to start changing. Um, as far as the dish part, I, I'm probably going to have dish because I just that streaming is just it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my generation and above, I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, who knows? Because I know I know a lot of people that are older than me that stream as well. Um, the thing, what Dish is coming out with 5G. Um, Dish is also partnering, you know, and working with Nest and Google. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's going to be big, you know, the, the Hopper's got some big improvements coming. I mean, it, that's going to be like a Google hub. So you'll be able to pretty much Google everything right through your TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think eventually, now there's nothing saying this yet, but I've been trying to get them to do it for a while, um, is to be able to tell your tv like we're watching tv right now and you, you know somebody comes up at your front door or, or you know if somebody's in your yard you can just tell your tv to hey show me the front door uh, now we have workarounds that we can do that but to be right into your tv i think that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty cool yeah that you can you know check your your cameras and stuff from your basically from your tv mm-hmm. yeah which is great i mean that's the your nest camera um your doorbell camera that's kind mm-hmm. of your i know we were talking before about like what products are you you know, I mean, I was you're, you're you're proud of all your products, but what's your product now that you're like this is cool? Everyone in their neighbor you should know, get this. <laughs> I, it's it's a toss up. I mean, the doorbells are amazing for such a small camera. I'm I'm also a big fan of the thermostat and the mm-hmm. smoke detector combo mm-hmm. because what what people don't understand is is like if you have a smoke detector in your house, like an old school smoke detector, if nobody's home, what's that going to do for you? Right? <laughs> I mean, because you know, if you're yeah. home sleeping, great, it'll mm-hmm. wake you up, maybe. Yeah. Um, but with the Nest stuff, it does two things. Number one, it'll hit your phone. So if any kind of a smoke or CO2, it'll hit your phone and give you an alert. Mm-hmm. And if it is smoke or something like that, it actually communicates with the thermostat and shuts off your, H- your H- HVAC system so it stops feeding the fire, which they say that if a fire breaks out and your heat or air conditioner turns on, that's like fuel. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, that's really cool. And, you know, I'm just when you start thinking about it, you know, because... Um, just having a smoke detector just doesn't cut it anymore. No, you know? and, no. and doorbells, man, the the coolness of being anywhere in the country. I can be in Florida, and dang, I get somebody. I see the mailman come and drop a mail off, or I, you know, I see somebody in my front yard. Or I got kids, you know, there's a school down the street, so I see some kids playing in the front yard. It's just great to be able to see your property. Mm-hmm. That is basically everything that you work for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for most people, mm-hmm. that's you know everything that you. Not everything, but most of your valuables are in that home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, I've got a bunch of cameras around my house, and I and I get, you know, I, it's just, why not, man? Yeah. I just, it, <laughs> so, and the Google stuff is super cool. Um, the, the new internet, the Google Wi-Fi or the Eero Wi-Fi, we use both. Totally different kind of system. It's not like the regular systems that, you know, at, when you get to the edge of your band you got a weak signal well with this new mesh system you have the same signal out here on the end that you do at the modem and all you have to do to expand it is to put another one right inside that circle somewhere and now you've just doubled your okay your network and it's the same speed normally better um that's why a lot of people complain about mediacom and stuff and me, you know i sell mediacom internet i don't sell the tv i sell mediacom internet because there's a lot of areas around here in my house is example i get 1.5 century link so I have to have media coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
you know, and I had a lot of problems with my media com until I changed. I put my I put my own mode. I didn't. Sonny did. Put my own modem <laughs> in. <laughs> I put I put the the Google Wi Fi in, and I haven't had an issue since. And, mm-hmm. and so a lot of the issues with media com customers is their equipment. Yeah, you know, because that equipment comes out of the the guy's house that was just in, and and goes right into the next house. Uh-huh. And I don't even think they're using the mesh systems yet. No, yeah. and I think you know, and you look at. The way tech, you know, they always say technology every two years basically doubles itself. Yeah. So it's like, you know, for me, like, I know I've had the same router for like five years. Yeah. So it's like, you wonder why, oh, which I mean, it works great in my house and for what I, for, for my setup, it's not bad. But yeah, it's completely, you know, that thought of just using your own, your own stuff because then again, you can kind of update it as technology goes exactly. because what you, what, what you're getting, and that's, that's kind of the craziest part about, you know, when you look at being in a technology based, business is the turnaround of of like you know again five years ago what we were talking about i mean this is a 55 inch touchscreen tv like i can reach up here and just boop, start playing and then stop it yeah. five years ago like that's that would have been outrageous to even think about and oh, yeah. it's still that's like like that that's the front end of technology right now and in five years we'll look at this and be like oh yeah that's like everyone's got that like i bought one for my kid who just you know throw spaghetti at it <laughs> yeah and it, it's crazy where technology is going because even the 5g i don't know if people understand this but the 5g network coming out is going to be a thousand times faster than 4g now it can you can't even wrap your head around no that, right i mean that it's that much more capacity mm-hmm. in the 5g now it's going to take a while for it to especially in iowa mm-hmm. right because i mean they're going to start it in the bigger in the, mm-hmm. you know bigger, bigger metro areas but by the time but, I mean, and then what's next, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is going to be kind of... It's going to change. I mean, it's a game changer because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take... What we do now is is wired, basically. I mean, there are some... You know, we have wireless solutions, but in order to be able to get that kind of data and be able to game and, and stream and everything right from your phone or your tablet from wherever you're at is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? and that's, it's, that's, it's a total game changer. Yeah, I mean, for what we're doing at the racetracks, like, I'm like, hmm... Yeah. To be even better because what we're I mean what we're doing now is is pretty much crazy, yeah. you know. We talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, so we're working right now. We're we're gonna be working with three tracks as it is. We're working yeah. with Columbus Junction, um, CJ Speedway. Where I went I went and hung out with them Friday night. Um, that's gonna be a really fun track. We're gonna have a we basically uh, promoter Larry Richardson is an awesome guy. He's like, you guys want a sky lift? And I was like, yes. Yes, we do want a sky lift. I don't know if I want to go in the sky lift, but we'll figure that out when it when it shows up. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be there on some Friday nights. So we're going to be at Makoka Speedway with uh, Trackside Promotions, who's uh, basically was the one that was crazy enough to say yes last yeah. year to let us try this, and then kind of well is want is pushing us to do ideas that we're not one hundred percent like sure let's try that. Right. <laughs> um, they're actually at practice right now, but um, and then we'll be at Dubuque Speedway, which. Nothing official with anything that's going on, but stay tuned on our social media. That's all we're going to say with what tracks we're going to be at, because you won't know, because sometimes we don't know. Right. <laughs> there are days that I'm texting you going, hey, what are we doing today? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, I think that's the streaming side of things. It's going to be really fun this summer to see, you know, like between some of the music stuff that's going to be happening, um, you know, some, some talks of doing some baseball stuff. Yeah. I'm excited for that, because that's all stuff. You know, what we're trying to do at racetracks is pushing the limits of what the sling can do distance wise and you know dirty wise because we're not at you know it's not a, we're not inside a clean studio we're at yeah. a dusty racetrack and we might as well talk about that now for a second too because a lot of people are like well why would you want to do that because yeah. don't you want people at the gate yes well, yes we do mm-hmm. we definitely want people at the gate but you know i i mean 
I grew up up by Chicago, mm-hmm. okay, and I and I went to races when I was a kid, but it was asphalt, mm-hmm. okay. I never really got into the dirt track for a, a few years ago, but now that I've sponsored a couple cars and I started going regularly last year, mm-hmm. it's a blast. Oh, it I is. Mean, it's nothing like NASCAR. It's totally nothing like NASCAR, and it's a bunch of great people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not trying to get people to not go to the race. We're trying to get to bring it to more people so mm-hmm. people can see, man, that kind of looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to go to a race. You know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of guys out here, the local guys that race. I know several of them that don't just race at one track. I mean, they're mm-hmm. all over the place. So yep. if people have a, a, a place that they can't travel on a Thursday night or a Friday night, they mm-hmm. can only do it on Saturdays or Sundays. We're going to, we're trying to put it out there so people can follow their favorite drivers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and still, you know, hopefully the gate will go up. Now there's there's all kinds of tests and stuff out there that say that you know the gate does go up. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I we that's just, that's our plan is yeah. to, to bring more people out and to yeah. show how fun it is. And, and we're going to be doing some really cool, stuff, yeah, cool the, stuff. The um some of the you know kind of I mean we've been working with some ideas, but on what just being able to do connecting things while we're there. But yeah, I mean I, I think you know and I've had some racers. And I get it because racers know, and I, actually, I love racers that that, that 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 ask us that question of like, what's the gate? Because a racer that thinks of that, they are thinking of we don't want this track to go away because in right now, tracks that are not moving forward are are dying, and you know you see that you know every year you hear about a couple of tracks that are are you know oh we're we're not running a full it'll be a couple of years of we're not running a full schedule to all of a sudden you know you'll see them say yeah we're not doing anything anymore. You know, and so I think um, the fact that now we're going to be able to take that, to take the racing to people that maybe aren't even close to here. You know, we had, I have to look at our um, our data from the last race, but I know from when we're, the stuff we did before, we had people from Florida watching. We had yeah. guys, we had, when we did the Night of Destruction, we had people from Alaska and California watching. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's people that are not going to be able to come out to your racetrack on a weekend. And, you know, my shout, or my call is always to tell people, Find your local racers because no matter where you are in the country, you're probably only two hours from a dirt track, right? You know, or some kind of racing. Maybe it's not dirt track in your area. Maybe it's maybe it's asphalt racing. Maybe it's you know you live close to a like like a road track and you can go watch a, 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 a you know a, a track day. But um, I think it's out there, and I think um, the 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 people that spend their basically their Monday through Friday working to be able to get behind the wheel of a car for a half hour on a Saturday night in front of a thousand people they don't know and hopefully win a race or maybe not win, but just have a good night and, right. you know, make it's, that is what they, they are ultimately doing it because that's their, you know, that's the way we, you know, me and uh, Derek Wilson always talk about that's their throttle. I mean, obviously there's a throttle, but that's their like escape, Absolutely. you know? And I think, being able to bring that up and letting people see that and realize like, wow, you know, this isn't just. Uh, I had a guy I talked interviewed last week, Jacob uh, Hoffman. He's the camera guy up at Macokana now, and he had not been around dirt track at all. He's kind of like us, like kind of new on the dirt track scene. Right. And he goes, "I always thought it was just guys bashing old Monte Carlos together." And I go, "Well, that's hobby stock." But <laughs> you know, I said, "It's it's so true because if you've never seen it and you've never been around it, you're not going to know what it is. You're not going to know that in the late models, you don't want to know what's spent on those cars. You don't want to know the." The amount, I mean, even on crate motors this year, I'm going to put that in big quotations, um, the kind of money that's spent and the kind of, the shock package and what it takes to make those cars do that. I watched a video and it was, it's a few years old, but it was Tony Stewart driving a late model and it was Daryl Waltrip in the in the passenger seat. And the whole time Daryl Waltrip's freaking out because he keeps thinking Tony Stewart's going to kill him. 
ironically. Um, he keeps thinking like it's going to wreck, and he's just freaking out, and he gets done. He's like, how do you do that? And Tony Stewart's line's like, he's like, I thought we were going to wreck every lap. And he goes, man, I thought we were only going to wreck like three times. And I, I think, you know, I, I, I know he was joking, but I'm like, I think dirt track races, that's part of their attitude of like, we might wreck. Like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, we're going to take it. And I think that's um, that's what's so fun. So, yeah, we are going to be bringing a lot of races this summer. We're going to bring other events, too. I mean, I love racing. That's kind of what got this whole project started. But we're not going to bring every race. We're not going to be at Makoka every week. We're not going to be at Dubuque every week. First off, good Lord, I can't handle that. <laughs> Second off, that that kills gate. You know, and I always tell people, I said, I'm like, you're not going to see us here every week, you know? You might see us at the track right. because we love racing and we want to get to know everybody and be around it, but we're not going to have cameras on there. So, you know, if you're at home, don't think, oh, well, I don't need to go to the racetrack. Like, no, you need to be at the racetrack because you don't know. You might not know until it's too late that we're going live or we're not going live. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, I'm excited about that. But, yeah, so big things coming up. Um, there'll be links. I mean, obviously, you're watching, if you're watching live, you probably won't go back and listen to the podcast, but if you're listening to the podcast... There'll be links in the description to your Facebook page, um, to your YouTube channel. Make sure to hit the subscribe and turn the bell on on the YouTube channel. Um, it's, we're still, it's a very much a development channel. You're going to get on there and go, wow, there's, we're small, but we're, we're building. I mean, every week, we, every time we do a stream, we're building more and more people there um, and gaining a lot of you know, people understand what we're doing. But you want to do that because that's going to be the best way to know when we're going to go live is to like the Facebook and the YouTube channel because that's going to be your first bet that they find out. We're not going to... You're not going to see a lot of like Thursday nights me like putting a live video out saying I'm going live. Right. There's going to be a lot of like race starts in five minutes. All of a sudden you get a notification that we're live because yeah. so um I mean the people that know first usually is racers. I like to tell racers that night like hey you have friends and family at home that couldn't make it tell them now but we won't we won't go too much ahead of time but yeah I think uh, it's probably getting pretty late and I think Sonny's over there about to kill us so right. <laughs> um on that note I think we're gonna wrap things up but uh. Kelly, obviously we're gonna be talking more. We'll have you on Absolutely. some more. We got, we are scratching the surface at some of these topics. I know that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be fun working together this summer. And uh, so yeah, if you're if you're listening at home and kind of wondering what's all been happening and how this has all been working, this is kind of the backstory that we have kind of been keeping off to the side until we had a chance to really sit down and talk. But yeah, we're gonna be doing this more often and hopefully have some more people in these two chairs doing podcasts yeah. right here. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So, but yeah. On that note, you guys know how I finish the scenes out. Bye.